0: This show is brought to you in part by GoDaddy.com. Get $96 in free extras with your domain name from GoDaddy.com. Each domain name includes free hosting with a website builder, a free blog, complete email, and much more. Plus, as a listener of the World of Warcast podcast, enter code WARCAST, that's W-A-R-C-A-S-T, and save an additional $5 off any order of $30 or more. Some restrictions apply. See site for details. Get your piece of the internet at GoDaddy.com.
1: Casting to all of Azeroth. This is World of Warcast. I am Renata,
0: and I'm Starman,
1: and we we're recording episode fifty-seven on Saint Patrick's Day. Woo-hoo. And neither of us was wearing green.
0: No, and neither of us are drunk.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, the night is still young. But are, are you even Irish?
0: No. Uh,
1: at all. I Not at all.
0: You, you know of. what a surprise. <laughs>
1: what with the red hair and freckles yeah Yeah. you'd never never know that i i had any irish blood yeah i had uh most of my i'm actually i'm very much into genealogy most of my family history is english and Mm -hmm. goes back right back to the 1600s in you know colonial new england but my most recent immigrant ancestors did come from ireland over in the over from the potato famine, so oh, pretty, yeah. pretty close to. I had the Irish great grandmother who used to, was extremely superstitious. I had, uh, I have a very clear memory of being about four, and her jumping down my throat for rocking a rocking chair with my foot. There was oh, no one in the rocking yeah, chair, I've heard about that. and that's for those of you who are not aware of Irish superstitions, that is. The superstition is if you rock a rocking chair with no one in it, that means that someone's going to die. Which I mean someone's gonna die somewhere every day of the year, so I suppose that that's a pretty safe superstition, but I, I think it's specifically someone in the family's going to die.
0: Uh, but yeah, she well. used to
1: keep, you know, the sock turned inside out under the bed to to scare away the fairies and the whole works. So and I can remember her saying something in Gaelic to me. Whenever I was doing something naughty, which translated to uh, stop doing that, or the puka will get you. The puka. Yeah, the puka is a, a puka is a sort of a a spirit, a, a bad spirit, you know, basically the, a boogeyman. Just
0: like the chupacabra. Uh,
1: older, much older than the chupacabra, I think. <laughs> but it's uh, um, so. That, those are my Irish memories in memory of St. Patrick's Day. Okay. But, uh, so other than not getting drunk, what have you been up to this week?
0: Uh, we, uh, we took down, uh, what's his, what's her name? Uh, Solarian. Solarian. Woohoo! My first new boss kill since, what, September?
1: Oh, you, I didn't realize that you'd never taken down Salarian.
0: No. No, because, um, the guild started falling apart around that. Oh, then.
1: that's right. That's right. So you never got to Black Temple before?
0: mm hmm Nope. That
1: was fun. We did a. I was very impressed. That was the first time we'd ever gone up after her, and we got her on what the third attempt.
0: Um. It, yes, it, it was the it was a third attempt that day. Yes. Uh huh. So that was fun. hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we did it. You know, we did it as a team, and and I was very happy. So to everybody who's doing Solarian, please get Solarian alarm because if your screen. Doesn't all right. What it does is your screen turns blue whenever you're the bomb, so to speak, and you get thrown up in the air as, as well as people around you. So, without this, if you're not paying attention, there's so much going on around you that you're not paying attention. You can essentially blow up the raid. Right. Just it's like sort with, of like um, moving Baron when Gettin. flame
1: cast is on, or
0: you know. it it's you know for old school people.
1: Right. Same idea. There's a there's a debuff called Wrath of the Astromage or something Astr- like that. Oh, right,
0: Astromage. I was going to say Highborn. Like no, Astromage. something like
1: that. Astromancer. Wrath of the Astro something um, that puts a bomb thing on you, and you will, you will, you can kill great portions of the raid by <laughs> the whole raid. Well, you don't necessarily kill the whole raid when you do it, but essentially you take out enough people that you. It's a wipe. It's a wipe. You know, so yeah, I found that to be very handy. The first two times that we attempted her, I was never the bomb, so I wasn't even quite sure that mine was working. But the third time, yeah, the the blue flash on the screen is very visible and very, very handy.
0: Yeah, the whole the whole screen just turns one big tint of blue.
1: Yeah, so, you know, when that happens, run, or your your compatriots will not like you very much.
0: <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. It was nice to finally take down another boss, because it, it had been way too long.
1: Right, so hopefully we'll be uh, continuing our adventures in Black Temple, and yeah. uh, you'll get to take down another new boss.
0: Oh, that would be nice.
1: Yeah. So what else have you been doing?
0: You know, uh, this week I have really haven't been doing <laughs> a lot in-game. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like last week, I'm, I'm working on a personal project, uh, which I don't really want to talk about just yet, especially <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> right. So I'll let everybody know what happens with that. Th- there's some uh, logistical issues with it. Yeah. Which um, will be made perfectly clear if I ever get this thing done, <laughs> <laughs> which I'll explain to you offline. But uh, right, yeah, I don't. I'm not going to talk about it. Too not much.
1: ready to. Sh- not ready to share yet. No, not yet. Yeah. Well, other than the Solarian run, and we also had kind of a fun run through Kara last weekend we're thinking about trying to see tape putting aside a saturday afternoon just seeing how fast we can do a full cara clear top <laughs> to bottom
0: how are you yeah i didn't see that on the forums
1: um we were we we're just talking about it we haven't actually scheduled anything yeah well that's the big thing is badges and we're just going to see how fast we can clear it we're just in the talking phases now nothing's been scheduled yet mm-hmm. so um but i think that would be a lot of fun just to see how fast how fast we could do it, and as you said, the badges would be really tasty. Right. Because I always need badges. What I've been doing lately is I've been running my hunter through the first part of it and my warlock through the second because my hunter could still use some gear out of the first part. Mm-hmm. But my warlock really needs the badges, and she's more effective mm-hmm. on the second yeah. half because she's a good... For dealing with, she's good for dealing with the imps on ill hoof, and also it's very handy having someone in the party who can um, cast Sea invisible. Oh, so yes. a warlock is more useful than another hunter in in that party. So as I said, we're just going to set aside a Saturday sometime and blow through the place and see what we you know just see how fast we can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I've been doing is I've been. Playing on a PvP server.
0: Yes, you have. And- I have
1: a 26 Draenei Shaman who I've been playing. And it's been kind of fun. Um, and one of the things that we're talking about maybe for next episode is doing a segment on the, the art of surviving as a lowbie on a PvP server.
0: <laughs> I actually think that's kind of interesting because I've I, I, as everybody knows, I've played on a PVP server and I did pretty well on it. Mm-hmm. I don't maybe I was just lucky? I don't know, well, but I, I did okay.
1: There's there's definitely some tricks that um, Kryler and I have been playing together on this on this PVP server. We've been playing on the Venture Company. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've kind of developed some tricks that seem to help survivability. Right. And um, thats I think that would be kind of a fun segment to, mm-hmm. to talk about because, I mean, even if you really don't have a lot of interest in PvP, just some, sometimes it's just kind of fun to, to figure out how you would deal with these situations. Mm-hmm. It does lend a whole different perspective, and the one thing <laughs> I definitely have been cultivating is patience.
0: Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Especially, believe me, I know I know about patients on a PvP server. Oh and boy,
1: just letting go of certain things, like yes, ganking happens. Mm,
0: yeah, it does. And
1: if you're going to get upset about it all the time, you might as well just not play on a PvP server because mm-hmm. it's going to happen. Just deal with it. But there are that's that said, there are some pretty nasty tricks that some people do, and sometimes knowing what those tricks are can be can be rather helpful.
0: So this is going to be a future segment? Yes. This is actually something I might actually uh help you out with.
1: Yeah. But um the uh the other thing of course I I had finished up uh a reputation my reputation experiment and that's what the bulk of this show is going to be about is uh the player reputation experiment that I did on a PvE server. Right. And I've also created an undead character on Whisperwind that I'm going to try the same experiment with on the Horde side, and I will explain in the segment why this is something of a different experiment, just because of the mechanics, the differences in the mechanics between the Alliance and the Horde. But that's, so I've been kind of neglecting my mains a little bit, (laughs) (laughs) But you know, sometimes when you're feeling a little bit bored with the game, which I was definitely suffering from oh, that,
0: yeah. yeah, me too. Um,
1: about a month ago, especially where I just wasn't feeling like there was much of any point. Sometimes mixing things up a little bit and trying something new can uh, can re-energize. Mm-hmm. And I've really found that I'm I'm much more enthusiastic about the game now that I've kind of just tried some different things. And mix things up a little.
0: Well, that's what happened with me. I, at level seventy, there really isn't much. I mean, you've done all the reputation you need to do, and you've you've gotten everything. Well, for me, it's everything but the badges. Mm-hmm. And I just find myself saying, "Well, because people that know me know that I'm rather creative, and being st- stagnant in a game, just you know, like for me, it's just." It's not right for me personally. Like I always have to be doing something. So uh-huh. that's where this whole personal project came about. And I have this really cool idea and, and I, I'm working with it. Right. So that's what I've been doing. It's not like I've been neglecting the game or, you know, it's not like, oh, Starman's not playing the game anymore. It, it, it's just a transitional period. I'm sure everybody goes through it where you just say one day, well, you know, I just want to pull back from the game a little bit.
1: Well, I haven't been pulling back from the game as such. I've just been kind of taking it in some different directions. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what helps keep it fresh. I certainly remember this from playing EverQuest. I mean, I played that game for four years. And we've been playing World of Warcraft for, this is three years now?
0: Three years. When I mean, you've been
1: playing the same game for <laughs> a long time, you got to do things like this. Or mm-hmm. else it will become stale. And then you'll lose all interest and you'll wander away. Mm. And so it, sometimes it's good to, to try some different stuff, even if my warlock occasionally needs dusting off.
0: With me, I wanted to do a PvP server again, but I don't know why I didn't. There, there, there was somebody in our guild that I was going to do it with, and I thought it was a really good idea. But like I said, I just found that if... I just wanted to get this idea out of my head and see what I can do with it.
1: Yeah. Sometimes that 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 has to has to happen, you know. Yeah. You just got to work something out of your system.
0: Mhm. This is one of those ideas where I just feel like if I don't do it now, then somebody else will. Yeah. And as everybody knows on the internet, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, if you have an idea, you got to go with it ASAP because somebody will beat you to it. Yep. And the last time I had a good idea, uh was this podcast, so <laughs>
1: Um, so this has been a pretty light news week.
0: Yeah, it really has been. I don't know if they're ramping up for something or what, but no, there hasn't been much at all.
1: Right. Well, we know that uh, 2.4 is going to be coming relatively soon. Mm-hmm. They've already started pushing content right. through the uh, through the downloader, which usually means they're two to three weeks out. Right. So I would expect. Personally, I would expect the earliest, she says, as she turns around to look at her calendar. (laughs) The earliest I would expect to see this would probably be April
0: 1st. But, yeah, April Fool's Day. April Fool's Day. April
1: Fool's Day. Um, But I I wouldn't surprise me if it came out on April 8th.
0: Mm. They want to get this one right, I think. There's a lot yeah. in this.
1: Well, and it also this is going to be they they've announced this is going to be the last major content patch yep. before did, the expansion.
0: When did 2-3 come out? Was it October, <gasps> November?
1: Let me check. I can Because I'm
0: just November. I'm thinking about the gap between the major, well, I, I their dot releases, but I'm, you know, the, the the big patches.
1: The big content patches.
0: And I'm I'm yeah, I'm wondering if the um the expansion is going to come out sooner rather than later
1: um well maybe but i mean there's been no announcement of a beta or anything like that
0: no no announcement um, of a beta uh, nothing on the forums at all
1: well 2.3.0 came out on november 13th right and let me just check when 2.2 yeah. 2 came out Two point two came out on that's uh, two point two point two on september twenty fifth so there's only two months between but that wasn't a i don't remember that being a huge that was just brewfest and hollow's end and a bunch of bug fixes, but it wasn't a huge content patch mm. um two point one was the Black t- was Black Temple, Ethereum Prison, Skettis, and Orgrilaw. That was probably the last huge content patch. Right. And that was May 22nd.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: So, I mean, there was quite a gap between 2.1 and 2.2. 2.
0: So this could still come out before Christmas.
1: Oh, um, you mean Wrath of the Lich King? Yeah. Yeah. It still could. I wouldn't expect it to see it much before Christmas myself. Hmm. Okay. But I, I'm still I'm still betting on fourth quarter. Hmm. There was an announcement last week that there was another keylogger that was found. It was being pushed through yeah. um, ads, pop-up ads on Wowhead, Thoughtbot, and Kazam, which should surprise no one since those three are all owned by the same company. Mm-hmm. But you know we're going to say the usual things. Um, if you're running Windows, run Firefox. With the extension add-on plus, also no script is a good one too. These help block ads. Add, add, blocks things from writing to your writing scripts. Um, run your virus software. Run your firewalls. All that good stuff. Uh, Just add, you know, practice safe computing.
0: Add block. Add blocker plus.
1: Add blocker plus. Yes, Excuse not
0: me. add-on plus. Add blocker plus.
1: Add blocker plus. Mm-hmm. But it's a, that's a very good one. Um, also, you don't have to look at the annoying ads.
0: So you have, in the last couple of weeks, been working on a reputation guide.
1: Yes, because this all started because I didn't want to ride an elephant.
0: <laughs> Which it very um, well could have been. There's a lot of information of what you were working on.
1: Yeah. Well, this this was a case of, a, of one of those things that started out as an idea, but then it snowballed which happens with a lot of things that I do. I just get very interested in the mechanics of something and how things have changed, because those of you who have listened to the show for a while re- know that I put out a mini-guide on reputation quite a while ago. Mm-hmm. But almost all of that information's out of date, because a lot has changed. But the history of this is that I joined a new guild on the Draenor server, which was named Drop Stitches. Um, it's an alliance alt guild that's associated with the WoW Knitters group on a craft site called Ravelry. Yes, there's a lot of people in WoW who knit. I happen to be one of them.
0: Are you a tailor?
1: Uh, no, actually, she's a miner and, and skinner because I needed money. <laughs> uh, I just Actually, they they've got on WoW Knitters, they've got an alliance side guild and a horde side guild. But I decided to just join the alliance side guild because I don't play alliance as much. So mm-hmm. it was kind of fun. And, uh, so I rolled up a Draenei Hunter and decided pretty much immediately that I didn't want to ride an elephant. I don't like the really big mounts. Um, my, my Torrin doesn't ride a Kodo because, I mean, she gets stuck indoors. They're, you know, you can't really see around them or over them really well. So I decided that instead I wanted to get the Night Elf cat mount for mm-hmm. her. Now... I had read somewhere very recently and I wish I remember where about a Draenei who'd gotten exalted with Darnassus at level 35. So I decided I was going to see if I could beat that. Or at least <laughs> match up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so what I did is I took my little level 1 hunter and I ran her to the, the level 1 newbie area of the Night Elf the Night Elf Zone in Teldrassil, And Started right from there. I I mean, it's just level two by the time she got there, just from discovering stuff. Mm -hmm. But I decided I was going to do any quest that gave me Darnassus rep. The short part of the story is, is by level 32, I dinged Exalted Darnassus. (laughs)
0: Level 32.
1: Level 32.
0: That's amazing.
1: Well, then this is where I lost my mind. (laughs) Because I decided that after I did this, that I wanted to see how many other reputations I could get exalted with before I hit 40. I hit exalted with Stormwind at 35, Mm -hmm. and hit exalted with Ironforge at 40. And I think she's about four bubbles from 41 right now, and she's almost exalted with Exodar. I think I can get exalted with Exodar sometime in level 41. Not that I have to, but just, just because I can
0: this is all um, because you're doing all of this just because you can
1: just because I can you know there's there's absolutely really no reason to do this other than to get the to get the cross faction mounts because I didn't want to ride an elephant but you know once I got the cat I didn't have to do the other ones I just wanted to see if it was possible mm-hmm. and what I could learn about the mechanics of player reputation by doing this um I'll get more into the deep, full details of the experiment but I wanted to start out with some basics of plepper a player reputation and kind of what made this feat possible. Mm-hmm. So there are five player races on each side, as pretty much everyone knows. There are the player factions are named after the cities that they're associated with. The only exceptions to this being Spear trolls and Nommargan exiles because they don't have their own cities. This isn't going to talk about how to get exalted with your own faction because there really isn't much point to doing it. I mean, I'm I'm doing it with with my hunter. Uh, whose name is Filatura? By the way, she's named after a brand of Italian yarn. Um,
0: <laughs> Wait, is is this your character coming out?
1: Yes, my character is <laughs> coming out. Her name is Filatura. The reason that I wanted to mention this is because I am going to post her link to the Armory, just so I can show everyone. I've kept her at level forty. I'm going to show everyone that I'm I'm not making this up. She really is exalted with all these okay. factions. And
0: are you going to keep her at forty?
1: Um, for a little while, then I'm probably going to take... I, I, m- I want to get her exalted with or, with uh, with Exodar just because I can. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to bother with Normagon faction, and I'll get into why later. Mm-hmm. Um, there's 6,000 total points reputation in the friendly level, mm-hmm. 12,000 points in honored, and 21,000 in revered, and then you need one point beyond that to ding exalted. All Alliance start 100 points into Friendly with all other player races. So they need to to earn 38,901 reputation points to become exalted with another player's faction. Now, humans get a reputation bonus as a racial called Diplomacy, which gives them a 10% bonus to reputation gains, but they're the only race that has such an advantage. In a theme that's going to recur throughout this thing, Horde have it
0: harder.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, orcs, Trolls, and Tauren, like Alliance, start out 100 points into friendly with one another. Um, like Alliance, they need to earn 38,901 reputation points to become exalted with among those three races. The Undead and the Blood Elves also start out 100 points into friendly with one another. Mm-hmm. However... Undead and Blood Elves start out only 500 points into neutral with Orcs, Trolls, and Torrin, and vice versa. This means that they need to get 41,501 points to get exalted with those races. 2,600 points more than they need to, to get to exalted with other races that they start out with as friendly. Hmm. So if you're starting out with an Undead or a Blood Elf and you're trying to get Orgrimmar faction, you're starting out 2,600 points in the whole
0: is there any lore reason why they do this?
1: Well, I think it's because of the of the. There's a natural distrust um, between the undead. It started out as just between the undead and the other races, and with good reason. The the undead, as it's shown through the lore, as it comes out, really are sort of plotting against the other factions of the horde. I mean, there's mm-hmm. there's reasons that there's this distrust. The Undead, more than the other Horde races, really have a us-or-them kind of mentality. And then when they brought the Blood Elves in, the Blood Elves really allied themselves most closely with the Undead. So it's natural that they would kind of fall in with that. But you don't see that. I mean, that, that doesn't appear anywhere on the Alliance side. You don't get that that level of distrust. I, mm-hmm. I think it's it's just, as you said, there is a lore reason for it. Um. There were changes to the player faction mechanic that made it possible for players to gain player reputation faster. Prior to this, which ha- this change happens uh, shortly after the Burning Crusade came out. I tried to find in the patch notes exactly which patches came in, but I, I, couldn't, I couldn't seem to find it. Hmm. But it was, it was shortly after Burning Crusade came out. Um, it used to be impossible, pretty much, to get exalted with another player's reputation prior to level 50. And the reason that 50 is the magic number is that level 50 is where you get the repeatable Rune Cloth turn-in quest. And it's, that's one of the few repeatable quests where you, that you can turn in for player faction. So pretty much prior to this change, anybody who got exalted with another player faction did it by farming up and turning in Outloads of rune cloth. Of cloth, right. Yeah, which got expensive. hmm <laughs> but, <Yeah. laughs> sh- but shortly after the Burning Crusade was released, two major changes were made to player faction. One, player faction reputation rewards were doubled. So quests that were giving 75 faction were now giving 150. Two, player faction reputation rewards were no longer tied to the player's level. This is a big change. No. Yeah. When a quest goes gray, that is, the quest is seven levels or more below your character's level. It's the same level at which a mob goes gray. Um, You lose experience based on how many levels higher you are than that quest. So the the more gap there is between your level and the quest, the the less experience you get. Well, it used to be reputation as well. Reputation used to be tied to experience this way also. But not anymore. Now, reputation rewards are a fixed amount. A level 1 and a level 70 can do exactly the same low-level quest and get the same number of reputation points. I tested this. I started a level 1 character in the Undead Newbie Zone, Mm -hmm. did one of the quests, got 250 reputation, took my level 70 Orc Warlock into it, did the same same quest, and also got 250 reputation.
0: Yeah, I noticed this a long time ago with my... Druid, I Mm -hmm. think, or something. No, no, no. It couldn't have been my Druid. I think it was my alt-mage. And I I just walked into Teldrassil, and I killed a couple of boars or something like that, and I got the 250 rep or whatever it was.
1: Right. So it used to be that, like when you do the the cloth turn in quests, you used to get, you know, just a, a pittance of reputation for it if you were doing the donation of wool when you were level 60. But now, even with those, you get the full reputation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, why do you even bother with player reputation? And, and there's really only one answer, and that's if you want the cross faction mount. Right. You don't need special faction to get your own racial mount. The only you only need exalted reputation with a faction to get their mount. So, you know, I'm an orc. I want the undead mount. I need to be exalted with the, mm-hmm. with undercity. Now, if you are at or near 60, it's much easier to get the PvP mount than it is to do player reputation. Um, if you get 30 AV marks, 30 AB marks, and 30 Warsaw Gulch marks, you can turn this in for an epic um, battleground PvP mount. Right. They, they look similar. They, they look a little different. They, they, um, they're, they tend to be darker and have slightly different armor than the racial mounts do. And there is one change, one difference that I will also note later. And it's much easier if you're at the level to get the epic mount to do it that way if you want something that looks cross-faction. However, if you are nowhere near 60 or you just have a streak of self-punishment, it it is much easier than it used to be to get a cross-faction mount. Now, big caveat here, be careful because not all mounts can be ridden by everyone. On the Alliance side, there is one mount that's restricted, and that's the gnomes, gnomes Mechanostrider. Yeah. Um, even in the PvP model, this is the same. Only dwarves and gnomes can ride it. If you're a Draenei human or a night elf, you can safely forget about Gnomeregan faction. Which is a good thing, as I'll explain <laughs> later. <laughs> Nomergon faction sucks. Um, on the Horde side, there's only one race that's restricted, and that's the Taurens. Torrin are big. So they if they try to ride the Troll Raptor, the Undead Horse, or the Blood Elf Hawk Strider, they will break them so they don't let them ride. <laughs> Torrin can only ride Kodos and Orcs wolf mounts. Do so they allow Tauren... you to
0: buy those mounts?
1: Yeah, uh no. They don't allow you to buy them. Okay. That's so good. you you can't buy them by accident. Um No, actually I think you can buy them by accident. You can't yeah, you, you can you can buy them by accident, I think. But um, I don't think they save you from that screw-up. However, one interesting caveat to here. A Tauren can get and ride the PvP Black War Raptor. (laughs) So if you want to ride something that looks like a Troll Mount and you're a Tauren, the PvP Mount's the only choice. Um, So as I said, if you're a Torin, the only cross-faction you care about is the orcs You can safely forget everything else. All the other races can ride all the other mounts, so you're pretty safe there. Now, when they changed the player faction, they also added in another benefit, which I think was a great change because there used to be no incentive at all to getting anything other than honored. At honored, you got a 10% bonus for vendors of of the race that you were that you were honored with you got a 10% discount on repairs 10% discount on anything you bought from vendors and a 10% bonus for anything you sold to vendors they changed it so that all of the reputations above neutral give bonuses friendly is 5% honored is still 10% revered is 15% and exalted is 20% it's not really enough of a change to warrant grinding faction just to get vendor bonuses.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But at least it's something. At least you've got some incentive. You used to have absolutely no incentive, for example, to get any reputation with your with your own race, which never made any sense to me from a lore perspective. Yeah. Why would you not want to suck up to your own race? <laughs> so... I'm going to take us. not kind of gone over the basics and laid this out. I just wanted to kind of lay out the parameters under which I did the reputation experience. Filatura, my, my Draenei hunter, started out level one on a brand new server where I had no other characters. So therefore, there was no twinking, and I had to earn all my own money through mining and skinning the old-fashioned way. I was joining a new guild, so there were no high levels available to help with quests. And since this was an alt guild, I I very quickly outleveled most everyone in my guild. Therefore, the one thing I want to talk about with this, you know, getting exalted with three factions before level 40, I did this solo. Really? Anybody can do this. I did not group a single time. I didn't do any of the instances, which left a lot of reputation on the table. Because the instances are very high reputation quests. Mm -hmm. You know, you get 500, you know, anywhere from 350 to 500 reputation for some of these instance quests. And I skipped all of them because I didn't group at all.
0: So how much earlier could you have gotten this rep if you had done that?
1: Um, I think I probably could have gotten it about a level earlier. I think I probably could have gotten it at 31 had I done the instances, but I never grouped. I did do some quests during the Lunar Festival. I did, I turned in nine ancestral coins. Each coin gave me 75 reputation for each of the factions. But if you do the math, that's only 675 reputation per faction. Mm Mm-hmm. Which does not even begin to make up the, you know, probably two or 3,000 reputation per faction that I left on the table for not doing the instances. So, I didn't, you know, I, I had some people say, oh, well, you, did, you must have done some things with the Lunar Festival. That's why you got it so fast. The answer is not really because I didn't make up for the things that I missed. Mm-hmm. Um, I did do the wool and silk cloth turn-ins for each faction, but these quests are not repeatable. Only the level 50 rune cloth turn in quest is repeatable. This is what obviously I couldn't do because I'm not level 50 yet. I think it's important for me to lay these out because I wanted to show I didn't employ any tricks to get exalted. With these three reputations, nobody ran me through anything. I was solo. I didn't have anything twinking me. I didn't have great gear. Anybody can use do what I did
0: mm-hmm.
1: and get exalted if they're alliance.
0: Now there's Horde, really no need to get exalted with these races before 40, is there? You just you just did it at 32, just to, just to say that you could.
1: Well, you know, I wanted to be able to buy all three mounts. I did have a funny experience. I did. I went out and I bought all three mounts at 40. I had a horse and a ram and a cat. So I had this very funny experience. Okay, I showed off a little. I went up. I, I Went. I was at the docks at um, in Menethil, and there were these two drainies sitting on their elephant.